Hello everyone and welcome back to Awaken and Empower. How are you? How are you feeling? Like really and truly, how are you? I feel like we ask this question of everyone in our life, either because we genuinely want to know or because it's part of small talk etiquette. But yeah, we ask everyone else how they are and it can be easy to forget to ask ourselves that question. So ask yourself, how am I? How do I feel? Checking in with yourself every now and then only takes a few moments, but it can leave a lasting impact. So there's my little bit of encouragement for your day. Take some time to ask yourself how you are and how you feel and answer as honestly and truly as you can. Okay, I'm really excited about today's episode because I'm trying something new today and it's not going to be a typical episode. But before we get into it, I just wanted to quickly mention last week's episode, which was all about support and the empowerment you can find in receiving support. If you haven't listened to it yet, in that one, I talked all about some different aspects of receiving support, like the fears that may come up when asking for help, um, the connection between self-worth and receiving support, deciding what the right support for you is, and the amazing benefits that you could experience from receiving support. Support is really all around you, all the time. You just gotta open your heart to it and believe you're worthy of receiving it. And because support is a big part of what I do, in last week's episode, I also talked about the self-empowerment coaching that I offer and what support would look like if you decided to give coaching with me a try. If you're desiring to explore your sense of self and fully accept who you are so that you can live your life exactly how you want to live it, I can help you do that. And I think coaching is just such a great way to do that kind of work because from my experience, there's usually a lot of layers you got to peel away to get to the core of who you are. And that can be scary and difficult and uncomfortable. So receiving the support and guidance and accountability of a coach can be so beneficial to that process. And I just think that so much of life is designed to take us away from ourselves, to distract us and keep us busy and force us to conform to these arbitrary constructs of what it means to be a functioning human in society. And what I'm really just so passionate about is helping women give themselves back to themselves remembering who they are, and connecting with the real reasons for why they're here. Because I truly believe that we all have the power to decide how to live our lives, and I just think coaching is such an incredible container for that kind of transformation. If you are interested and you'd like to try it out, I offer a free two-hour session that I call a coaching conversation. And at the risk of sounding too salesy, which I really never want to do, I will say that with this session, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. It's a chance for you to ask any questions you have and for us to get to know each other. And most of the call will be a coaching session where we can dig deep into anything specific in your life that you'd like to explore and talk through and receive guidance on. 
I know from experience that even one session can create lasting change in someone's life. So that's what I come to these sessions with. I am there to serve you, not to sell to you. So yeah, this isn't one of those calls where I'm pitching myself to you and pressuring you to sign up for long-term coaching. No, that ain't me. (laughs) It's really about helping you in any way I can, and I genuinely will not be hurt if you decide to just do the one session and be done with it. Of course, if you do want to discuss long-term coaching, we definitely can in that session and I'd be so excited and honored to start that journey with you because long-term coaching is really where it's at in terms of doing the inner work and creating some powerful shifts and transformations within yourself and in your life. So yeah, you can find out more details in last week's episode or you can check out the coaching services page on my website, which I will put in the show notes. And I'm always here if you have any questions or concerns or anything you'd like to chat about. Okay, now on to today's episode. Like I said, this episode is going to be a little different and a little more interactive or as interactive as a podcast can be. Today, I'm going to do some oracle card readings for you. I'm really excited for this. I've had the idea in my mind of doing this on the podcast for a while, and actually I got the idea from one of the many podcasts I listen to, where the host occasionally does tarot card readings uh, for listeners, and I just love those episodes, and I think it's a really interesting and fun way to offer up some guidance to you lovely listeners. Before we get into that, I'll just give a little background on what oracle cards are in case you don't know, and I'll share a bit about the role they play in my own life, and then we'll get into the fun part and do some readings. So maybe you've heard of tarot and oracle cards before. They're both similar in some ways, but very different in others. Both are considered spiritual practices. They're both card decks that are designed to offer up some guidance and insight and help you connect with your inner knowing. Tarot cards have more of a set structure though, and they have followed the same structure for like hundreds of years. Each tarot deck is 78 cards, and each card provides detailed insight into specific life situations. Every deck is made up of the same structure and suits and archetypes and number systems. So yeah, overall, tarot is more structured and addresses more specific life situations. Oracle decks are much more free-flowing and there's really no structure. There's not one formula or structure that an oracle deck has to follow. So there are so many different themes of oracle decks out there and each is unique from the other. And the cards in an oracle deck usually address larger aspects of life. They offer greater insights into whatever may be happening in your life. And they just have a bigger energy to them than tarot cards. Most of what I've learned about tarot has come from a woman named Bridget Esselmont. She is my favorite tarot queen and she is the founder of the tarot company called Biddy Tarot. And she makes a really good distinction between the tarot and oracle. She refers to tarot as the ingredients and oracle as the meal. She also says tarot cards are like the pages inside a book and oracle cards are more like the whole book or a chapter of the book. So yeah, even though tarot and oracle kind of serve the same purpose, they do so in different ways and they offer distinctly different types of insight and guidance. I personally started reading tarot and oracle cards about a year and a half ago or so and I just think it's such a fun way to connect with my inner wisdom and intuition. 
There's often a false notion attached to card reading that says that the cards can tell your future and predict what's going to happen and all that psychic stuff, but the cards are really a lot more grounded in the present and can help you understand what you're going through right now as opposed to what might happen in the future. In fact, it can be harmful to your sense of self and your agency as a human to depend on the cards to determine your future because the cards just can't do that. They can't control your life. They are just one of the many things you can draw on for a little guidance and insight as you take control of your own life. So yeah, the cards don't predict the future. That is a myth. And I think their real power lies in their ability to get you thinking deeper about your present life and the forces that may be at play, the energy of a certain situation you're in, and the cards can help you set intentions and manifest your goals and uncover something that you already knew deep inside you but couldn't put words to. Tarot and Oracle creates space for where you are now and offers a little guidance on where you could go, much like coaching does, and I think that's why I enjoy card reading so much. It's a really nice complement to the work of coaching. And actually, as part of my coaching, I offer the option of oracle card readings because I really feel like they can enhance the energy of a session and offer some helpful insights. Now, I am by no means a card reading expert. I really only do it for fun and I only read for myself for the most part. But yeah, the cards have really taken on a significant role in my life. I pull a tarot and oracle card every day. I pull cards to set the tone for the week and for the month. I have a year-long tarot planner from Biddy Tarot. And sometimes I do certain tarot spreads if I'm desiring guidance on something specific. I by no means allow the cards to dictate my life, but they do enhance how I look at my life and myself. And yeah, it's just a fun way to connect with myself and expand my thinking and receive some extra guidance and a sense of direction and also to just look at life in a different way. I love pulling a card and reading it and realizing that that's exactly what I needed to hear that day or it relates perfectly to something that I'm going through. It can be a really magical experience. Personally, I enjoy oracle cards a little more than tarot cards, just because I feel like with the tarot cards, there's more you have to know in order to get the most out of the cards, like the numerology and the suits and the major and minor arcana, and there's just a lot more to it. I love that tarot helps me gain perspective on specific aspects of my life, and I like doing tarot spreads for myself, but yeah, just overall, I just connect more with the energy of oracle cards, and I like that oracle cards look at the broader picture of life and bigger themes, and there's just not as much analytical thinking required. I don't know if analytical is the right word, but yeah, it's just a lot more free-flowing and unstructured, and I find that oracle cards have usually helped me better access my inner wisdom and connect with my intuition, and tarot cards do that too, but in a different way. So yeah, I really enjoy both tarot and oracle, but I've always just resonated more with oracle cards. So how the heck am I going to do some card readings for you today? Well, this is how it'll work. So I own three oracle card decks and I'll be pulling from those today. I'll link them all in the show notes in case you want to look them up. Uh, the first deck is the Work Your Light Oracle deck by Rebecca Campbell. And then we have the Starseed Oracle deck also by Rebecca Campbell. 
And then the third deck is one I actually purchased not too long ago, and that is the Divine Feminine Oracle by Megan Watterson. I love all three of these decks. They are gorgeously designed, and the messages in each card just hit you right in the soul. I'll give you a brief description of each deck, just so you have a better idea of what we're working with. So, for the Work Your Light Oracle, the description for the deck says that this 44 card deck has been created to help you light up the world with your presence. By working with its five suits and connecting with your intuition, you will be able to start living a life in alignment with who you truly are. And those five suits are confirmation cards, inquiry cards, action cards, activation cards, and transmission cards. So that's Work Your Light Oracle. And then for the Star Seed Oracle, the description of that one says, Have you always had a longing for home without really knowing what that meant? If so, you could be a starseed soul. This activating oracle will help you to unlock your soul gifts, connect with your cosmic origins, and remember who you truly are. I love both of these decks by Rebecca Campbell, and I actually recently read both of her books as well. Her first book was Light is the New Black, and then her second book is Rise, Sister, Rise. Both of those books are great ways to connect with your spiritual side, and if you identify as a woman, they're also great for unleashing your natural womanly fire, so I definitely recommend those as well. And then finally, our third deck is the Divine Feminine, and that description says that this deck is an invitation to reclaim your power. It's a spiritual tool to hone your intuition. Working with it can be a sacred practice of remembering that you contain your own answers. You can drop into your heart, that cathedral of love inside you, and receive what is needed. And this deck is basically a collection of saints, mystics, gurus, and goddesses from world religions who represent divine beings and the human women who sought to embody them. And this collection of sacred women can strengthen your capacity to hear your soul and discover the expansive qualities of the divine feminine within you. Like I said, I recently purchased this one and I'm honestly really loving it so far. I love the guidance it provides and also the history of these women too. I've learned a lot about these strong female figures in history and it's reminded me about the incredible power that women hold. So yeah, I love this deck a whole lot and it's been a great addition to my own journey into my divine feminine energy. And yeah, again, if you want a visual of these decks, I'll find links for them and pop them into the show notes for you. And they all have such beautiful imagery, really great artwork. I wish I could show you the pictures, so I definitely recommend looking up these decks, even just to see their color scheme and overall artistic vibe. So those are the decks, and since there's three of them, I figured I'd do three card pulls, so one from each deck, and you can decide which one you'd like to be your card. I think it's best if you pick which one you're going to call your own before I pull it and read it. It's just more magical that way. So it's really up to you how you want to decide which card will be yours. You can pick based on the deck name and description, or we can number the decks and you can pick based on the number. So let's say Work Your Light is 1, Starseed is 2, and Divine Feminine is 3. So if you're a number person, pick either 1, 2, or 3. And lastly, you could pick just based on the timestamp of each reading, which I'll put into the show notes so that you know when each of the three card readings begins. And yeah, it's just really up to you. As long as you pick one before you listen to the actual card reading, then you'll be good to go. 
And once you pick the one you want, you can just skip to that part of the episode, or if you'd like, you can just listen to the whole thing and hear about the other card pulls as well. Again, it's up to you. And yeah, I hope that whatever card you pick, or I pick for you, helps you ignite your intuition and gives you some guidance or insight into where you're at within yourself and in your current life situation. Alright, now that we're all on the same page, take a second and decide which deck you want your card to come from, and we will get right into it. And I'm doing this in real time right now, so I don't know which cards I'm going to pick or what's going to happen, so we're, we're all in this together. This is happening in real time, people. <laughs> so we'll start with the Work Your Light Oracle. I'm just going to give the cards a bit of a shuffle. And I'm going to pick a random one from near the middle. Okay, the card I pulled is called Get Grounded. And the little description on the bottom says, Empaths, highly sensitives, connect with nature. I really love this card. I love that I pulled this. <laughs> so I'm just going to turn to the guidebook and find the description so that I can read it to you. Okay, so the description for this card says, You are being called to get grounded, to ensure that your luminous field is clear and your inner well is full. If you're not grounded, it is all too easy to get swept up in other people's energy and mistake it for your own. Your boundaries will become blurred as you are absorbing the energies around you and struggling to define what is their stuff and what is yours. If you pulled this card, you are very likely an empath or a highly sensitive person and need time alone to fill up your well, balance your energy, and get grounded. There are two types of people, those who draw their energy from others and those who draw their energy from within. Reflect on which one you are and carve out time each day to ensure your well is being replenished. Being sensitive is a superpower, but like all powers, it needs to be nurtured in order to be fulfilled. It's easy to get swept up in the high-frequency energies that are swirling around the planet. The quickest and most effective way of clearing all of this from your field is to ground yourself by connecting with Mother Earth. There are many ways to get grounded. One of the most powerful ones is to practice earthing by connecting to the power of Mother Earth. Spend time in nature, put your hands on a tree, your palms are extensions of your heart chakra, or walk barefoot on the earth. And the action point says to do something to get grounded and connect with the earth. So that was our first card. And yeah, I just love this card. I've pulled this one a few times and I really, I really connect with this one because I do identify as an empath and a highly sensitive person. And I do feel grounded in nature. So if you can relate to this card, I see you, I hear you, I am with you because I can totally relate to this one. And I think it's a good reminder, too, to just take a step back from the noise of life sometimes and, yeah, just ground yourself within yourself and check back in with your energy, especially if you are an empath or a highly sensitive person. Because I know for me, being or identifying with those two personality traits, it's helped me kind of take care of myself on a deeper level and recognize when life just gets too much and 
you know, the traits of empaths and highly sensitives, I used to see those traits as weaknesses or negatives or things that would hold me back in life. But now I just see them as part of who I am and they're not a weakness. They can actually be strengths sometimes. I love that I'm an empath and a highly sensitive person. Um, Yeah, I can just talk about those things for a long time. So maybe I'll save that for another episode. But that was your first card. If you picked this one, uh, your, your action step is to get grounded within yourself and connect with nature if you can. Nature is always a great way to just be in the present and yeah, just to ground yourself. So that was our work your light card pull. Now I'm going to pull from the Starseed Oracle deck. Just giving it a shuffle. And this time I'll pull the card that's on the top of the deck. Okay, the card I pulled is the Cosmic Heart. And the little description says, Devotion, Potency, Make your life a moving prayer. Okay, and then I'll just read the description for that from the book. Okay, and the description says, When you surrender to a state of devotion, you find yourself flowing with all of life. You're being called to refocus your attention deep within, to the intelligence of your own heart, to bow with deep reverence to your inner temple. To live your life in devotion to this place. To make your life one big moving prayer. Perhaps you've felt a bit off kilter lately, sensing that the potency of why you're doing things has gotten a little watered down or weak. Perhaps you've forgotten what made you start doing them in the first place. If so, this is your call to take a moment and reconnect with the truth at the very center of your heart. To get back to the essence of what you're about. To devote your life to what you care most about. To turn your gaze deep, deep, deep. There are seasons for harvesting and seasons for sowing. Right now, you're being called to plant your soul's seeds and sing to them with deep devotion. To feed them with the sweet waters of your own soul. To lose yourself in the potency of what it is that most expands your heart. To live your life according to what makes you come alive, rather than what everyone else thinks. To make your life one big moving prayer. And your inquiry is, how can you make your life a moving prayer? Wow, I really like that card. Even just reading the description, I felt like a sense of inner peace just overwhelmed me. (laughs) I pulled this card a couple times before and yeah, I just love that it's a reminder to connect back in with your soul and honor where you're at right now and stop comparing yourself to other people and just focus on you and what you want what lights you up and really living in devotion to yourself i think that's so powerful and empowering and important for everyone to remind themselves that you are your top priority and there's nothing selfish or wrong about that you can do what expands your heart and live your life according to what makes you come alive and feed your own soul like all the messages in this card are just really empowering and a really 
impactful reminder to put yourself first and take control of your life and focus on you and just aim your devotion towards yourself. And that's not always an easy thing to do. You know, there's a lot of life that takes us away from ourselves. Like I said at the beginning, you know, a lot of life is designed to distract us and move our attention elsewhere and make us so busy that we forget to live in devotion to ourselves. It's not hard to fall into that trap. And I think this card, I just love that I pulled this card because it really relates to a little bit of what I'm going through in my own life and also what I just have a deep desire to help other people with. So if this is your card, really sink into the messages that it's sending and maybe go back to when I was first reading the description and just listen and see how it lands for you because I feel like there's a lot of potent messages in this card. All right, and now we'll move on to the third and final card pull, which is from the Divine Feminine Oracle. Again, I'm just going to shuffle the cards a bit. And this time I'm going to pull the card that's on the bottom of the deck. This is interesting. I think I pulled the only card in the deck that's not one of the uh, womanly figures and archetypes. I pulled the cosmic egg, the divine feminine. And the little message on the bottom says, I hold the universe within me. I am the force of an ever-expanding love. It's very interesting because, yeah, like I said, the whole deck is full of um, women. And this is the only one that isn't a woman. So let's see what the description is. Ah, oh, interesting. This card is actually also the last card in the guidebook. So it's the last card in this collection. Very interesting. Okay, so. Who she is. The cosmic egg is the core symbol of the divine feminine's creative force. It is a spiritual motif found in the creation myths of countless cultures and civilizations. It represents a birth, a new beginning, or an expansion of life. In the Rig Veda, one of the oldest texts in any Indo-European language, the cosmos is described as a golden, egg-shaped womb. The entire universe is said to have emerged from it. In Greek mythology, the Orphic egg hatched the primordial hermaphroditic deity, who then created all the gods and goddesses. It is depicted as an egg with a serpent wrapped three times around it. In Egyptian, Chinese, and Polynesian mythologies, among many others, creation begins with an egg. And in the Christian tradition, Mary Magdalene used the egg to describe how life begins again after death. In modern cosmology, it is believed that 13 billion years ago, the entire mass of the universe was compressed into a gravitational singularity, the so-called cosmic egg. And from that singularity, the universe has expanded ever since to its current state and continues in this moment to expand even further. When your soul selects this card, nothing needs to happen. Everything is exactly as it should be. You hold the universe inside you. All life emerges from within. If you try to exert pressure for something to exist before it's ready, 
that new life within you won't have the time it needs to fully form. The cosmic egg is the essence of the divine feminine. It is the ultimate symbol of the creative force that exists within each one of us. It's the dark, loving womb that holds and protects all creative expressions of life. If we allow what's within us to emerge in divine timing, in soul time, then what's within us will transform us. The egg is the trust that what is ours can never be taken from us, so there's no need to answer the ego's push to rush the process, to impress others, or to complete something on someone else's timeline. The egg is the faith that our process is sacred, that even in the midst of what looks like chaos or delay or even death, there's a tendril of new life that needs only our trust to eventually take form. And the egg is the knowing that life begins again after death from within. And then the soul voice meditation for this card is, where am I ready to expand? And the intention is, I hold the universe within me. I am the force of an ever-expanding love. Wow. (laughs) That card, I think I pulled that one once before, and it was a while ago. So I forgot just how powerful this one is. (laughs) But again, I find it so interesting that I pulled this one, the one card in the whole deck that's not a female figure. It's the cosmic egg. And it really encapsulates a lot of what the divine feminine energy is all about. And especially as I was reading the last bit of the description, I felt a lot of emotion swell up within me um, just because I can relate to a lot of what this, a lot of the messages that this card is trying to send. And I just love that it's a reminder to follow our own divine timing and there's no need to rush What we're creating is being created even when it doesn't feel like things are moving fast enough. I mean, that's something I have to remind myself time and time again with everything I do for Living Embrace and this podcast and as I'm trying to grow my business, you know, there's a lot of days where it's just like nothing is happening. I'm not growing. I don't know when this is going to ever take off the ground, but then I just take a step back and remind myself, you know, I'm... I'm doing my best and I'm showing up as my true self and I'm putting in the amount of work that feels best for me and that's really all that matters. I mean, there's no set timeline for these kind of things, you know, creation or starting a business or just doing things on your own terms. There's no timeline, you know, and everyone's process is sacred, like this card says. And everything you need is within you the whole universe is within you and you have access to it if you only just open your heart up to it so i really love that i pulled this card i feel like it encapsulates a lot of just what this whole deck is all about and what the feminine energy in general is all about and i don't know i'm just thinking that i pulled this card for a reason because i'm pulling it for you know, whoever is listening to this show, so multiple people, and maybe the deck knew that, and knew that I needed to pull this more all-encompassing card that can relate to just about anyone if you're willing to really hear the messages that it's trying to portray. So, yeah, I feel like pulling this card has been a really magical way to end these readings. (laughs) 
So yeah, that concludes all three card readings. Whichever card was yours, whichever one I pulled for you, I hope you got something out of it. And yeah, I had fun. I hope you had fun. <laughs> I hope that whatever card you picked helped to ignite your intuition. I just love the power and energy behind oracle cards and all three of these decks are just so gorgeously designed and written and it's like i can feel their energy just holding them so again if you want to check them out you can find links to all of them in the show notes and if you feel like you got some good insight or hits of intuition or any sort of emotional response to the card i pulled for you i find that the best way to then integrate the messages of that card into your life is to take some time to reflect on the card maybe journal about it a bit and see what comes up for you and think about how this card is playing out in your life right now, how it might help you move forward into your future and just your overall response to the card. I mean, all three of the cards that I pulled were so potent with messages and pathways of inquiry that you could wander down. They were just really charged cards, I feel like. And I'm still kind of recovering from reading all three of them. So for the one that you picked, I really encourage you to take some time to sit with it. You can go back in the episode to re-listen to your card poll if you need to. The timestamps for each card reading are in the show notes. And yeah, just give yourself some time to be in self-reflection. Oracle cards are really potent with messages and energy. So I think it's really beneficial to give yourself some space and time to really sit with them. And yeah, thanks for listening and allowing me to do some card readings for you. This is a totally new thing for me and I was kind of nervous to try it on the podcast, but you know, it just felt right and I had fun. I hope you did too. And if you enjoyed this episode format, let me know. I'd really love to hear any insights you got from the cards. And if you'd like me to do more shows like this, I'd be happy to do that. Maybe we could do like a monthly card reading or something if enough people will be down for that. <laughs> so yeah, as always, you can get in touch with me at my email, which is shaylenivany at livingembrace.ca or you can use the contact me page on my website. And if you're enjoying the show, I'd be so grateful if you could leave a rating and review that would really help this podcast to reach more lovely people like you. And don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. New episodes come out every Wednesday, and when you're subscribed, each episode will be automatically downloaded into your podcast library whenever a new one comes out. And that is all for today, friends. Thank you again for listening, sending you lots of good energy, and I will talk to you in the next episode. 